Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything Wyatt says today, you can reach out to him on the Facebook. (laughs) That's The Home Team 512. If you have any other questions, you can reach out to me, and that's at loansfromtroy.com. Or you can be called at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American American dream. dream. That's right. So It's exciting. It's still hot out there. Well, I was telling somebody that the real feel is 111. 111? Mm -hmm. That's like three ones. (laughs) So glad that my job has changed and I'm more. more, Yeah, I do. I, I travel a lot. And so I go from AC for my truck and then run as fast as I can in. Or, or slow walk because I don't want to sweat too much yeah. when I get in there uh, back yeah. into AC. Yes. So, so I'm, I'm watching Better Call Saul right now, and his oh, brother um, has electromagnetic sensitivity. Okay. He's really just crazy, okay. but it, that's what it is. And he runs around with the, with the shielded blanket over his head. That's kind of how I'm walking. Is that how that, yes. you're, you're that guy now? those heat blankets over my head. So, do you put, so I walk in shade all the time. So do you put those little sun blockers in your truck when you get out? Are you one of those guys? Oh, yeah. Are you? All the windows. All, all the windows? Five windows. Oh, so you have a fancy six truck windows. that does it on its own, doesn't six, it? No. No, you have to put no, them no. up? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, six, too, uh, there's six windows. Too much I do, work. I know. Too much work. No, I'm telling you because it is at least three degrees cooler when I get in there. Three. But that's the cool that thing about the, the, the power start from away, away. I know you have it. Oh, dude. You can just, you, you, you yeah. press the start and the engine starts from away. I mean, come on. I mean, I would love to have that. You do too have <laughs> yeah. that. You lie. Yeah. You lie. You have a fancy truck. Well, hey, um, we got some special guests in the house. Yes. Today, you, uh, you the listeners are in for a treat. Yeah. We have Emmy nominated. Uh, Three time Emmy nominated. Three time Emmy nominated. Grammy. Grammy. Sorry, Grammy. Grammy. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it's a statue. Now I'm playing. Grammy's pretty important. So, yes. yeah. Emmy is, that's like daytime, right? That's just as important, but a different field. It's it's daytime. Yeah, right? Well, that's yeah. acting. Acting, daytime and acting, right? Uh, music. Music. Well, and yeah. Grammys are important, so I apologize. Sorry. Hey, about no that. worries, yeah. man. Yeah. People right. get it confused. So that's Sean talking. I mean, Sean. I just want Sean. <sighs> okay, the reason why I said that is because I know the whole family, okay? So <laughs> uh, it's Alfredo. So uh, Sean is his younger brother. Uh, they have a, a whole slew of them. They're, they're born and raised here in Austin. We have chair theaters as well. Uh, the Guerrero family, and I apologize. The reason being is, is you look just as, as young as Sean. Y'all are, uh, how close are y'all in age, you and Sean? Uh, Sean was born in 73, and I was born in 71. Okay, so y'all are very close. And yeah. just so you know, 71 is an amazing year. Is that just, you too, just, Troy? Just, just, yeah. Yeah. All right. just 76, I heard, was the best. Yeah. 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 You're the dragon. That's a children's year. No. <laughs> well, hey, I'll take that. I'll take that. It's, uh, I'm young. But anyway, uh, Alf is, is uh, well-known throughout. Um, you know, Cherith, I, I've known the whole family and, and a large part of how I knew the family it was because, uh, I don't know if y'all know it out there, but a really popular, from the 70s, um, Tejano band, but they also did like 70s jazz and blues, uh, horn section type music, uh, the Tortilla Factory. Right. It was born in 1973. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, we're known for not just Tejano, but my dad played with Carlos Santana. Like it, well, everybody knows Carlos Santana. Yeah. Uh, ta- you know... Tower of Power. So we're known for our versatility. Yeah. Um, to the point where if my father, when he passed, left a $200,000 library of music at my mother's house. So if we get called to go play a salsa gig, I just go to that section of the library, pull it, rehearse it, go perform it. Go perform it. If we get called for a funk gig, go to that part of the library, pull it, rehearse it, go, go play it. Go play so it. It's just like... And your dad, he was a, a a trumpet player, correct? The trumpet player, singer, band so, leader, band leader. Yeah, he was he was he was a little bit of all of it. So it sounds like he wrote music as well. 
exactly. Yeah, and Selena, everybody knows Selena. Uh, her father used to have a group called Los Dinos that, okay. that used to open up for my dad back in the day. Open up for your dad. Yeah, open up for my dad. So your dad gave him the, the hookup. Correct. I like it. So so the cool <laughs> thing about this is, uh, we were talking, Jared, I, I don't know if you went this, but you did go to a John Canales show, did you not, growing up? Did you go to one? I believe so. You believe so? I was so? in the background just... Background. Well, so so th- it was a, it was a musical family. They grew up uh, in music. The dad was always in music. Uh, mom in, in full support. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about that. She she was in full support of the community. Her family, just a really tight knit family. So we went to the Johnny Canales show. Right, and um, <clears throat> you were trying to tell me that you wanted to uh, oh, learn how to speak Spanish so, because you went to the Johnny Canales uh, show. So I got to go backstage the Johnny Canales show. I did, and they're the most beautiful women yeah, I've seen. It was actually and, the women that wanted you to learn how to speak. The Spanish I could. Language. You're, this is correct because once it was very motivating <laughs> that I couldn't. I could not talk to him uh, because I, I we had a language barrier. So I was like, I am learning Spanish, and uh, to this. Well, good thing is, yeah. is that you couldn't mess it up. This is true. He could say this the wrong true. thing. Well, it actually probably worked better because, you know, maybe I had a good smile. Like, he has a good smile at least. And I, I didn't say anything stupid, right? right. So probably, yeah, that's probably all right. Yeah. But uh, what a great memory. That's how we kind of met. Um, and, uh, you know, I've been involved with them. And, and, and to come through it, you're, you're from Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes to show that, that Austin is a big little town. If you were from mm-hmm. here, um, you kind of know somebody somewhere. You're only two degrees of separation. So mm-hmm. as this growth goes, us, us old timers um, – we're good in business, um, and so we'll talk a little bit about that a little bit. Uh, I just want to say it's an honor to be here with you, Troy, and you, Wyatt. I well, appreciate you. the opportunity. Oh. This is like something that's uh, really, really cool to be on, and I just appreciate it, guys. Coming from a three-time, yeah, uh, don't say Emmy. I, I didn't. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> I, I went Grammy. Well, I, I, already called him Sean. Grammy. I already called him Sean. So I, I'm already. He's going to beat me up afterwards. But um, no, I mean, uh, you but, guys both are so successful no, well, in what you. y'all do, and uh, it's always good to be around people that are are so good at what they do, awesome. so that thank I you. can get more education. Yeah. On, on, on well, we're about to get educated by you here in a little bit, as far as credit repair and what that importance of that is. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's already he's helping me out right now. Um, my credit's not bad. Um, we don't have to discuss my score. Don't you dare say it online. I'm just like <laughs> no, but I, I'll go ahead and say it. It's it's like this in six six twenty something like that. Um, but I'd like to get up in the eight hundreds. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not just keep on working on it? And we'll talk a little bit about the importance sure. of that later. Sure. Um, and then we're going to talk to Cherith as well. Hey, Cherith, how are you? Hi, I'm great. So okay, so growing up in this family, we had all this music going on. Um, y'all have all been kind of successful, and I think it's part of being in Austin. Uh, you're a realtor now, and we'll. Obviously, talk a little bit about that next time, but uh, um, how did you get to real estate? <clears throat> Why? Because the whole family is doing something within the, the, the market? Um, yes, and, you know, I think, I believe that everybody knows or or I felt like I knew what I wanted to do at a very, very young age. Right. Um, bought my first home at 18 years old, and I just knew that's that's what I wanted to do. And then also, my, my family has a background. Um, my mother was inherited a bunch of rental homes, okay. so it's kind of been in the family. So right. awesome! So it just kind of kind of made sense. So yeah. Well, we'll talk a little bit more next segment. Um, but I do want to add one more time: you are the lead singer of the Tortilla Factory now. Is that correct? <laughs> I am, and uh, I uh, am very blessed to do so. But <clears throat> whenever you know, I always say in the music business, yeah. Unless you're Justin Timberlake, it's yeah. always good to have a plan B. Oh, well, fair enough. No, right? I'm serious, no, man. Being, no, I'm being serious. I and get especially it. Especially when the pandemic hit, all the shows were postponed sure. because nobody was going to shows because they didn't want to catch COVID. So it's yeah, yeah. In, in entertainment business, unless you're Justin Timberlake, 
Have a plan B. That hey, makes sense. And just, you know, I mean, remember when him and old what's-her-name broke up, you thought Justin Timberlake was going to need a plan B. Right. <laughs> oh, this is true. Oh, that's true, right? That's why they came up with that song. He had that ad. Didn't yeah. he have that ad where he was, like, flipping fries or something? <laughs> yeah, And he, right. it was, like, a memory of when he was important. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. But, yeah, well, I think, yeah, that's fun. That's a funny story. That's a funny story. Yeah, so. it is. Yeah, it is. You know, but so it, it, it's great. And so we'll be coming back here in just a few minutes talking about the real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that's going on in the real estate, of course, is that it's tougher to get loans yeah. credit is very important that's definitely something we're going to hit on cool. and you've been listening to the home team with troy and white we hope you've enjoyed what you've heard if you have any questions you can reach out to me at loans from troy.com or you can give me a call at 855-299-HOME and as always this segment is brought to you by security national mortgage where we turn houses into homes by financing your american dream see you in just a minute Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything we say today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com, or you can give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, our complaint department you is located stop. on See, the Facebook he with does this Wyatt. He does this to me, man. <laughs> and that's The Home Team 512 on the Facebook. The Facebook. That's right. And this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your... American dream. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> and you know the the Saharan dust has gotten to me today. Is that is that going on again? <clears throat> it is. It's back. <clears throat> so I saw the importance of that. I, I was like Saharan dust, but yeah. they yeah, it's actually kind of beneficial. It brings it, over a lot of. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this happens every beginning of the drought. It's yeah. so funny. People, you know, us Austinites know that every five or six years we get a dust storm from yeah. the other side of the world. Right. Right. And and this year apparently because I am a seventy one model, it's affecting me more. <laughs> a seventy said a seventy one model. <laughs> it's affecting me. So more. is that an antique? Yeah. Is that an antique or, a cla- or is that a classic? Maybe, a, yeah, like, whichever is older. It's, that's right. Yeah. It's not a Model T, but it's getting that's there. Right. Now, we do have our superstar credit repair and Grammy. <laughs> Three-time Nominated. Yeah. Alfonso here. Alfonso Alfredo. Alfredo. I made you. I made you mess up earlier, man. I apologize. Yeah, I just call him Al. So I just. But I want to be professional. <laughs> but I, I, it's all good. Yeah. Man. Yeah. We, yeah. We called it's Alfredo. All good. Did, did called. you really? Yeah. I'm just playing. No, I said Alfredo. I just played. I played. <laughs> Alfredo is this. So Alfredo's known throughout um, Austin. Uh, you know, big in the music industry mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's good to have him. And then uh, Cherith as well. So we'll yes. talk a little bit about real estate with her. Yeah, and you know, superstar. Uh, you predominantly, or do you just like the East East Austin area, or do you work kind of the whole? I mean, what's your favorite area to work as far as real estate? <clears throat> I would say Austin, all Austin and surrounding areas, um, but East Austin for sure. Sure. I yeah. mean, for me, I'm kind of that north, you know, that kind of Pflugerville, Round Rock, Hutto area, because that's just where I'm comfortable oh, with that's people. Where you grew up, you know, you know. So yeah, that's why I like that yeah. area. And so when people ask me, I kind of have more precise knowledge, sure. you know, kind of off the cuff because I just know the area real well, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but June of 2022 was a great month for the greater Austin wow, area. the numbers came out. But people don't seem to think so. <laughs> well, the national news most says, certainly says we didn't, right? Yeah, we, uh, you know, we had a 13% year-over-year increase in the median sales price. Wow. Yeah, the median is half the houses sold above, half the houses sold below. It's not kind of average. Average is different. But that means that that went up 13%. So, you know, but the, um, the volume, the total units sold was down 20%. Um, we had an our this is the part that is gonna blow everybody away. Our active listings in the greater Austin area is up 
217% over last year. Whoa. So we're at 7,000 homes on the market in the greater Austin area. Now, this is June numbers, you know, but but so 7,000 homes on the market. Now, a year and a half ago, obviously, we were around less than 3,000. So we're probably around 28. So the market's good. Well, there's homes available. Yeah. You know, but the funny thing is, is that the we're, cost a lot. we're selling 3,400 plus homes a month. We only have two months inventory. So we're wow. up. Here, let this sink in. We're up. 200% in listings, but we only have two months of inventory. That's how how scarce homes were last year. Wow. Um, you and know, how many buyers we still have here in the awesome market? If you uh, you know, it. that's, yeah, 3,400 homes sold. Um, interest rates, you know, are, are much higher now than they were a year ago. You got to think a year ago rates were in the twos. Now they're, in, you know, in the fives. Um, so they're, you know, big jump in rates, but we're, st- but we're still selling 3,400 plus homes a month. Um, the inventory is still at two months. So it's still a seller's market. I mean, two months, everybody's thinking that's kind of freaked out because it seems so high. But um, it's still kind of a seller's market. The market is moving towards the buyer to where the buyers can kind of offer to negotiate on the price or negotiate on stuff like that. But it's not there yet. I mean, we're still 18 right. days on market. Right. You know, um, I do think the July numbers are going to be much there's going to be a much bigger spread in July. Yeah. Um, I think we'll be closer to four months, which will be kind of a, a breather. Um, yeah. and, it, and it will become to an equilibrium and things like that. But, you know, Cherith, what are you thinking? What are you seeing out there? Um, that it definitely has slowed down. Um, as, as far as <clears throat> um, the market, I, I feel like it's, it's slowed down. Um, and uh, it is it's definitely a seller's market right now. So, uh-huh. yes. so, but now would you say, both of y'all, if y'all were, um, it, that it's a seller's market, but it's become more buyer friendly. As, as far much, as much. far as if you have the money within the pool, mm-hmm. it's cut out a lot of buyers that can't afford it. Mm-hmm. But if you're a buyer and have the money, it's become more buyer friendly. Yeah, absolutely. Now, that's kind of the the sunk cost fallacy. I think it's like it hasn't cut out buyers right. per se. It's just that it's lower. It's had to lower their expectation. Right. Whereas a buyer wanted to look at a five hundred thousand dollar house, now they're looking at a four hundred thousand dollar house. They're not cut out of the market; they just don't want to settle. So you're saying interest rate? They're looking at four hundred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not that the price went down to four hundred. No, yeah. It's just that, that you know they can, yeah. you know they got to move to Mainer, you know, right. and, instead of you know right. Round Rock. Round Rock. You know, well, those are the things that are happening to the buyers. They're not cut out of the market; they right. just have to reevaluate their qualifications. So, what are some of the other places you were looking at? You were talking about earlier, like Gerald and things like that. That you're yeah, suggesting. Gerald. Gerald's a great place to mm-hmm. to move out to right now. I I feel like um, they have amazing amazing prices out there, and it's not too far away from Georgetown and Round Rock. Um, the school district I heard is really good there. Yes, yes, it is, um, and also they have like more grocery stores, and it's not Gerald, Texas, that I, we knew when we were younger. No, it's developing. No, it's it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's it's nothing it's, is like that well, anymore. Well, <laughs> even like Pflugerville or Leander or. Uh, even Round Rock when I was younger was ten uh, population ten thousand. Yeah, um, you know there's uh, seventy thousand people in Cedar Park. That's insane, right? Really? I mean, that yeah. was a speed bump between Austin was, and Leander. Wow. Oh, it was the, <laughs> where the Cedar Chopper Fest yeah, was, right? You know? It was, it was uh, yeah. definitely not there. So, and there's really? also Wahlberg, Wahlberg that yeah. uh, you know mm-hmm. that Wahlberg on the way to Hutto. Yeah. Yep. So you're you're South. having to get creative. What I'm hearing, yeah, uh, and finding you know these people to whom don't have seven hundred thousand uh, in their budget to buy a house. They're going to have to go outside of Austin. And the thing is, is the cool thing is that infrastructure is there. So it's not like you're lo- you know, living out in the boonies. Um, you actually mm-hmm. are by a grocery store. Your, your ice cream is not going to melt by the time you get home. You're close to a grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're having to push people out there. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah, definitely. 
And you know, and that's something you were talking about. You you've got a lot of clients and stuff in the East Austin area, and a lot of homes that are having a hard time uh, selling because a lot of those, you know, a lot of those homes are family homes from decades mm-hmm. ago, like decades, like yeah, nineteen hundred. That's, that's my grandparents' grew up. You know, yeah. and so the families are kind of passed down. You know, and you have two or three kids, and then you pass the house down. They have two or three kids. Well, next thing you know, you're trying to sell a house in, in East Austin that twenty people have claimed to. Right. And, and kind of, are you seeing a lot of that? A ton of that. Absolutely. That's okay. A lot of errors. Is that okay? I well, didn't. A lot of, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So yeah, What's the, the, the closing price point in Austin right now for uh, a house. Average price point. Oh, six eighty. Yeah, you were talking about uh, Austin proper is yeah. like yeah, it's six eighty. Medium wow. price is five thirty seven. But yeah, your your well, average is. Well, that's the greater Austin area. That's Austin. Oh, that's Austin. Austin right. That's, yeah. So you're probably yeah, yeah. like six eighty. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that's 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 for like a two bedroom dude. dude. It's crazy. Uh, you know, that's like a box underneath a, a bridge right now. I'm playing, but um, so. You did mention one thing that, and, and I think this is an important thing to say right now, um, is that a lot of people are getting taxed out. A lot of people who've lived here for a long time have a fixed income uh, because the taxes have gone out are, are kind of getting priced out. And and so you and you're talking about your mother. You, it's something y'all are trying to help out with. So. But a lot of them, <clears throat> a lot of people do not know that um, you know at a certain age they can uh, ask for a tax exempt for the school taxes to be frozen. Okay. So that helps them stay there a little bit longer. Okay. So if anybody out there is listening that that is is trying to you know you're going hey I don't think I can get a house they need to start somewhere and we're going to talk how they start with you Alfredo most certainly and, and with Troy but 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 also they need to call you how they get a hold of you. Uh, my number myself. Okay. How's it? What's that? Five one two seven eight three ninety five sixty. One more time. What's that number? Five one two. Seven eight three ninety five sixty. So okay, so Troy, have you been seeing that a lot with some certain people? I've heard about it too with these fixed income or not just fixed income. Mm-hmm. Some people all of a sudden these taxes and they raise over. It's kind of getting tougher for them. What's what y'all suggest? You know, for especially this? now. You know, they have the homestead which which has protected them, but you got to think the homestead's going up ten percent a year. Right. Right. The their fixed income's going up two percent a year. You know, so they're losing it, money. It, so, oh, you, know, in the, you know, it's not a lot at first, but, you know, 10 years of your homestead going up 10 percent a year and your your fixed income not going up, but more than two or three percent. Yeah. All of a sudden it becomes, you know, you know, that extra two hundred dollars a month you just don't have. So right. it becomes, you know, it, it literally becomes do I turn the air conditioner on when it's one hundred and six degrees or <laughs> or do I pay my property taxes and my insurance? You know, you got to think insurance. I'm voting for AC. Yeah. I'm voting for AC and I'll worry about the property tax. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm but, you know, and that's the thing is that, um, you know, the insurance, because Austin has become a little bit more dangerous. It's not quite a safe crime rate. It's gone up. Uh, the natural disasters, I don't want to say disasters, but the weather patterns have changed. So, Did you, you say know, natural disasters like Californians coming? <laughs> is that right? The right. locusts? I'm playing. Yeah, but, you well, know, so, but our insurance is up about 35% than it was, you know, three years ago. So that, again, if, oh, they, right. if your insurance right. goes up, you know, $300 a year, that's just, you know, that's not much, 25 bucks, but your taxes have gone up another, you know, $1,000 a year. That's $150. When you're making $2,000 or you're bringing home $2,000 a month at the most. Yeah, the snowpocalypse didn't help that. Yeah, yeah. you know, and yeah. the repairs and things like that. So, yeah, so these people, so these, this group that have lived in these homes for 30, 40 years, all of a sudden can't afford to live there. And plus, Food now, all of a sudden, you know, food's gone up twenty percent. You got to eat. Oh, you know, right. Food's gone up twenty percent. Inflation. But inflation. You know, inflation. So, you know, and I be, like rice and beans, yeah. but it's not good eating that every day. And you got to think that <laughs> the dirt that they live on is worth more. Than is house. worth a lot. I mean, that down east side oh, of I thirty five. That that dirt is worth a lot. I mean, we're talking, you know, like seven or eight hundred thousand dollars, you know, a quarter acre right, right. now. And right. so they could sell that that quarter acre. Wow. 
you know, for, you know, for oh. retirement. Wow. Okay, so just, uh, they have bigger lots, right? You So sell a portion of it. Don't sell the whole thing. I mean, there's, a, but again, you've got seven or eight heirs on this home, you know, so there's lots of, there's lots of things going on. But you're good with working through that is what I'm hearing. You're, you're used to it. Um, it's kind of close to your heart to help people like that. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's out there listening right now and that's something of interest to them or they know somebody that is interested, we also work with people who are wanting to invest in East Austin as well, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you know a lot of people who are, are trying to sell. So they, if someone's trying to buy down there, they should give you a call. What's your, what's your phone number one, one more time? 512-783-9560. If I might ask a question, isn't yeah. wasn't uh, there some kind of act or law that if you signed up for this uh, tax exemption, I forget what it is, that you're locked in and you don't have to pay yes. the prices go up? Right. Yeah. So there's the over 65 <clears throat> exemption. So once you hit 65 years of age, you file with the county and then your property taxes freeze. Yes. Yes. That's but your health insurance doesn't freeze. Your electricity bill doesn't freeze. Um, oh. All of that other, the cost of living is still okay. gone up. Um, right. You know, right, your house insurance is very expensive right now compared, compared to what it was. Because if the value of the house goes up, you know, to seven hundred thousand, their your your homeowner's insurance is based on the seven hundred thousand, not the two hundred thousand dollar tax. So those okay. things are those things make okay. a huge difference. Thank you. Yeah. you. You clarified yeah. what I was talking about. What I, what I mentioned. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and uh, obviously we're gonna have some questions after that one. You can reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or you can reach out to Wyatt on the Facebook. The Facebook. This segment has and was and is and will always be brought to you by Security <laughs> National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. And we'll see you in just a minute. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any question about anything we say today, and judging from our mood, you may have a question or two, (laughs) you can reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com, or you can give us a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always... Always. Always. Why it is available on the Facebook. The Facebook. <laughs> and that is the home team 512. And that is literally our complaint department. That is and not our... And, you, and he loves it when you, wrong when, you, you. when you ding him at like 2 a.m. No, in the morning. No, you, that you better stop right 2 there. 2 a.m. in no. the morning. That's when hey, you complain to I'm him. I'm putting and, you on the management of that by now. <laughs> if, if you're going to be start advertising that, Just I'll saying. make sure that your wife puts your dinger. Yeah, yes. we're, it's going to go on. Because you, you have to think. You, you better get, stop. You get the fastest response. Stop. When there's the least amount of people in front of you, and that's 2 a.m. I don't know how you're going to ride home on four flat tires. I just don't know how it's going to happen. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, and this, oh, got to thank the sponsors, Security National Mortgage, oh, where it, they turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. I love it. Yes. And so, you know, this is, um, you know, why this is my section. That's this kind you do, of, you, I, well, I, I like this section. Who doesn't like money? Oh, but, but, a lot of okay. But the thing is about you, some people are scared of it, and it also is a, a form of stress. Because they don't either have enough of it, they don't know how to manage it, and they don't know what they can do with the money they have currently. Right. So it's, it, it can become a stress to some people. Yeah. According but to money, War- money people, money, they'd love to win the lottery. Yeah. According to yeah. Warren Buffett, only two percent of people actually like money. Really? The other ninety-eight percent don't like money because they don't know what they it don't, stresses them out because they don't know what they're doing with. They it. They don't have enough. They're yeah. not for the bills. What, yeah. yeah, yeah okay, it makes sense. You know, he's. You know, you got to think a guy that's got like, what's he got like, three hundred billion. I don't know, man. Yeah. He's got a lot. I mean, you got to listen. Wow. Whenever he says something, you got to kind of, you got yeah. whether you like wow. him or not. It's like Elon Musk says a lot of stuff, and it irritates people. I'm like, you still got to listen to him. Yeah, the, dude, the dude's <laughs> doing something right, right? You know, Jeff Bezos, his same thing. Yeah, he same thing. Stuff. You got to listen. And they're to not, they're not necessarily stealing things from people yeah. either. So they're, they're doing it yeah. somewhat, you know, legitimately. I mean, and who's the Microsoft guy? 
Uh, Bill Gates? Yeah, you got you to gotta listen to that crack part, too. I mean, you got to. I mean, well, you're not going to be done. But, yet, but then you just name some people that their personality types are a certain amount. Yes. So it's not like you're going to be them, but you know what? Take, you got to listen to shoot, them. Shoot for the star, hit the moon, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you got to listen to some of their advice. Yeah, and so that that's the thing that's like money, you know, growing up, you know, you know, I grew up, obviously, 70s and 80s, and that was really the the rebirth of the American economy because that's when mom started going out of the house and started working. That's when credit cards become, you know, buying things on credit and stuff like that started Diners becoming Club. this, you know, all, yep. becoming this thing. So really, we had we've you know, Gen X was the first one to have to really learn how to live in this new economy as far as that. And so our parents couldn't teach us about a credit card because you know they they just got their first one. They you know they didn't know all the troubles. They didn't know the credit and what yeah. was going to happen and. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, you do have to pay this thing back every once in a while. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. and uh, it adds up. It gets I mean, you. I just remember, you know, the thought process. I got plenty of money. I got a box of checks behind me, you know? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Right? You know, um, Sure, we can go out tonight. Yeah. I'll put this little plastic thing and, down, right? Yeah. It doesn't say how much I spent. I don't remember how much was spent. Sure. And so, you know, I, I know so many people in my generation and my friends and stuff, they grew up and just kind of, they, they wasted money. They didn't do it right. They they didn't save it. They didn't understand it. They didn't budget. And they didn't even know they were wasting. Right. It. And so and that's the problem is you get back like, how did I spend all that money? Oh well, yeah, you know, right? Being in growing up in the fifties, living paycheck to paycheck was successful. I mean, it was right. You were no. making ends meet. Yeah. You were putting food on the table, and your kids had nice oh, clothes. And, right. You know, you were successful. Well, if milk was in the fridge, yeah. you're doing good. You know that, yeah. but it's a different world now. I mean, you know, the 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 poverty level can now keep food on the table. You know, they just can. They have the with food stamps or whatever. That's Texas Snap or something like that. Now they the you know, poverty level. Star. It's so the the level of survival is different now. And so I think that everybody, if they just learned about money, they could do better in life. I think it came back to you, and we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. flip it to you. But you you were talking about a a couple that came in that changed your life that that seemingly didn't make much money. Yes, but accrued it by by putting together <laughs> investments and what have you. The one that got me was, and it was a long time ago. But a couple who had worked for Walmart for 20 years, and they got Walmart stock as part of their employment package, and they saved their money, and they owned three investment properties, free and clear, and were buying another one, and were financing it at 15 years. Wow. And I'm just, I'm just <clears throat> like... How are you doing God. that? You know, you get the, and no, I'm not no excuse, kidding No you. excuses. No, and this is early 2000s. They were making like 12 bucks an hour. Yeah. I mean, it, and they did it. And that's when I realized... I'm doing it all wrong. Yeah. So um, yeah. importance of that is a lot of it is credit, right? Yeah. Well, the cost of funds is very important. Yeah. How much, you know, for borrowing, they had great credit. So they're buying loan, they're borrowing money on homes much cheaper than I was at the time because my credit was just average. Right. You know, so they're saving money by taking care of their credit. That is right. a huge thing. Cost of how much, it, how much it costs Ooh. you to borrow OPM. We've talked about OPM. Other, other people's, people's money. money. You know, very important. Yeah. And, and, but other people, they want they want a return. You yeah. want my money, I want something well, back for it. Because they're, they're going to catch the people slipping. So you yeah. have to be the person that doesn't slip that makes sense. So, yeah. Alfredo, you, you, uh, you're helping me right now with my credit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not <clears> bad, but it can always be better, right? And so you said one comment to me that, that stuck with me. You said that a, a credit score of 800 is like what? A credit score of 800 has more power than having a hundred thousand dollars in the bank. It does, and so it means that people you're going to get some money lent to you. And obviously, that's debt to income ratio and things like that. But um, you know, a lot of people out there, and we, if you've been listening to the show, which there's a lot of people out there listening, um, you know the importance we always say credit, mm-hmm. right? And especially in this time and age where a house is so much. What's the difference, Troy? Real quick, um, the difference between a six twenty score and like a seven twenty as far as uh, what you're going to be paying per well, month. Well, right now. 
a 620 credit score, it's almost impossible to buy a home on a conventional loan. Really? Okay. Because the rates are so high and mm-hmm. the discount points are so high right. that they just can't afford it. It's just, you, you just can't. I'm like, it's 5% of the sales price right. or the loan amount mm-hmm. is the discount. Oh, wow. You know, right now for a 620 credit score, you know. Um, so what's your minimum you think that you need to go I, with? I mean, right now on conventional, I mean, it's it's really tough on anything under a 720. Okay, so you 720. Know, you know, FHA still goes down and all that stuff, but it's just it's just way. I mean, the difference between a 720 and a 620 in cost is about 4% of the loan amount that's in a, cash. That's some big dollars right there. Yeah, in cash. You're talking about four, right. $600,000, that interest right there. Is amounts to a lot yeah. over, especially me, over 30 years. Let me just, uh, if I may, um, this is your area. Hey, ears are us. open. Ears are open. Let's go. <laughs> I don't do traditional credit repair anymore. Um, I, uh, <clears throat> have been blessed to find, uh, a law within the fair credit reporting act. Okay. That I didn't even know about after doing this for 10 years that I use now that, uh, for the first time in 10 years, I can guarantee results, which when I was doing traditional, I could not. So, so guarantee like you're going to give me my money back. Correct. So if I don't, if I'm so confident about what I do now, if I don't delete a minimum of 75% of your derogatory information, I'll reimburse you the difference of that 75%. And I do what's called a fast track uh, credit repair process in 30 to 90 days, max 120 days, you should be ready in a position to get the loan and purchase. Now, that being said, you know, I'll just go ahead and say, I, I'm at a 620. I can do better, right? Um, you, you're not saying that it's going to take a little bit longer to go up to a 720. You're, you're going to give me, you can give me 50 to 75 points. You're saying 100 points possible? Yes. Uh, it just depends on how much work is entailed. On okay. Credit, how many it's, a person, it's a person to person. Every situation is different. Um, however, what trade lines you have all also plays into the, you know, the whole picture. Um like with me, I needed another credit card. Yeah, I was, mine, and mine, I didn't have a lot of debt. Right, I just didn't have enough credit. Yeah, and, and I'm not, I'm not really having. I pay everything with my debit card, and I stopped doing that. I need to put it on my credit card. Correct. That's thirty percent. As, as long as you pay it off every month. Well, or, he well, or at he, least he was telling me he was telling me leave, leave twenty bucks on there. Yeah, no, he was saying like pay it. You know, uh, uh, put something on there. Pay it off like three times within the month. There's oh, a okay. trick. Yeah. There's yeah. a trick, and, and I, I, I actually like yeah. that one because I get nervous. It's more. I'd like mm-hmm. to, to to spend it. Put a little bit of a big chunk on there and then go spend it off. So I thought that was great advice. Thanks. So the people, most people think keep it under 20%, keep it under 30% is the way to go. However, I found throughout the years and I uh, learned that make sure the balance is at zero if you're able to, when it's due, that following Monday, put money on the card, that same Friday of the same week, or that Friday of the same week, bring it back down to zero. Next Monday, same thing. Second uh, Friday, Zero. Third week, do the same thing. Four days before the card is due, make sure it's at zero. And what you've just done is you triggered the system three times to increase your points three times in one month. Huh? That's, yeah. I love that. And we've always, we've actually even discussed that, you know, you should pay it, you'd pay your credit four or five, I, you know, I said four or five days early. Make sure you pay it four, four or five, five days, days before, the, before the due date. And I said, for, I'm like, I go, that's a couple extra points right there just by accident. I don't, I don't understand the whys, but I know that if you pay it four or five days before it's due, it loves you. Yeah. And one time our people are out there listening because they really do need to call yeah. you. And right now it's very important. Uh, if you can't afford a house, what's your phone number? How they I mean, get a hold guys, of you? Guys, it all starts with credit, man. How, how they get, get a hold to of Troy you? and then to get to you. Uh, 512-573-5420. 
Um, and uh, and what's that number one more time? Five one two five seven three five four two zero or Alfredo at agcreditconsulting.com. Okay. Just to let you guys know, that is how I got over eight hundred was by using my credit cards that way. Okay. So it triggers the system. It, it's just something that I learned throughout the years, man. It, obviously, no derogatory information, yeah. but then utilizing that 30% and using it, utilizing it the correct way will get you to the 800 club. So we're about to get out of here for this. Uh, a couple more quick questions for you. So before people call you uh, and they're thinking, well, man, I got this. I got a, a, an outstanding. I have one that's charged off. Maybe it's a credit line that's charged off, mm-hmm. which means that they've the, the, the original credit has, has sold it to someone else and now you're getting badgered. And they might be tempted to want to sell Don't do any of that until they call you. Don't I don't ever suggest paying any derogatory information until I review the credit report. Then I can advise you what to do. You might spend that money and you'd be like, you didn't even have to spend that. What number one doing? mistake consumers make is yeah. they go pay these things and it doesn't come off. And then sometimes you have fraudulent people out there taking it and it doesn't really even go towards it. Correct. Well, yeah. And sometimes it's a dead account as far as your credit score goes and it brings it live. And then all of a sudden your credit score goes down when you paid off a debt. So, Correct. so there's, there's, yeah, there's lots of reasons why yes. you don't do anything without professional advice. Long right. story short, this, he's got loads of information. It's, yeah. it's, it's different for each person that comes in. I've learned a lot from him. Uh, we are friends, so I trusted him. You know, before I, so it was easy to trust you at the beginning. But the thing is, you know what you're doing. My credit scores are already going up, so I appreciate it. Again, one more time before we get out here. What's your phone number? Five one two five seven three five four two zero. All right. And it's uh, your email is Alfredo at AG Credit Consulting. Dot com? That is correct. Great. Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you so Man. much. Awesome. Good yeah, information. If you, if you want to save money by lowering the cost of funds, you need to reach out to him as soon as possible. Yep. And you've been listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment was brought to you by Security National Mortgage. And we'll see you in just a minute. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything we say today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. You can do that backslash the home team thing, take you straight to the page where that we do, where it has like videos and blogs. Blogs? It's like when it's different when it's like a voice. Is it a vlog when it's like a recording? No, it's or is a, it a blog. blog. I thought a blog was typing. I don't know, to be honest. See, what, with you. when you're a 71 model, you don't know these. When things. you're a 76 model, you still don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, think it's, I, yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, uh, yeah. It's all on that page. Okay. Thehometeam.com right. slash thehometeam. I like it. Or you can give us, if you're like a 71 model or older, you can just pick up the phone and call 855 299 home. And myself or someone on my amazing team will be there to answer your call 24 right. 7, not Sunday, Saturdays, or after 8. Okay. <laughs> so even, but they can leave it and they get, honestly, the, the one thing I've gotten from, from people that have called, y'all get back to them pretty quick. We try. Yeah. I we mean, do. Yes. That's the, know, that's about the only thing I can guarantee in this world. Right. Is that we'll be fast to return your call. And, that, yeah. and so, if we're not, that means we did not get your call some way, somehow. Call again. Call again, please. Yeah. 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 And, uh, um, oh, and then of course, when we don't call back in quickly time, they, they go to the complaint department. That's the Facebook. They do not go to my, that's, that is, that's that is you. your business. It's Wyatt. You are that's Gilles yeah. or Giles? Giles. Gotcha. Wyatt yeah. Giles. In Mexico, they, they call me Face- Senor Gilles. Yes, yes, and that's the Facebook. Or they can get you at the Home Team 512 on the Facebook. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And so this segment, 
Security National Mortgage is paying for this fun. They are? Yeah, because this is the fun part. Okay. Yeah. You know what? And, and uh, uh, what a fun part it is. It's, yeah. it's, it, we are so close. We have this made is, it this through is, the summer. So, okay. So, um, orange and white. Um, I don't uh, even know when that is. It's April 23rd. No, that's. I mean, I, I, okay, apologize. August 23rd. August 23rd, yeah. Okay. So, uh, first game, September 3rd. Yes, and that's against Ulam. How many days is that? Ulam. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's not that many. Not that many. Mm. We're right around the corner. Yeah, yeah we're. Less we're, than 30. Oh, yeah. We're into the phase to where I'm annoying my wife with how few days we are. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> are you already buying new, like, Longhorn garb or. No, so I am a purist at heart when it comes to that. So I only get my new season. I get a new shirt and right, new hat right, every right. season, but I get it from the co-op. So, so that's I, your tradition is go to the yeah, co-op. Yeah, so I go okay. to the co-op and all I buy right, a new shirt right. and, all, and that becomes my game season. That's for the whole season. So it's a new hat. And if they lose that first game, everything I bought gets thrown in the trash. <laughs> so so just so you know, his favorite high school team is the Longhorns. Mm-hmm. And yes, my least favorite professional team is the Aggies. To <laughs> <laughs> see that, we put them in different classes. Uh, so no, but growing up in Austin, it's hard not to be a Longhorn fan, right? I mean, yeah. um, and we go back and forth. I am a Longhorn fan, but both my parents were AM. I am an Aggie fan as well. Mm-hmm. But if they played each other, uh, I'm a little bit more of an—I mean, just slightly more of an Aggie fan. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but any other time they're not playing, I am a diehard Longhorn fan, and I'm excited for this year. I think they're going to be good. I will tell you that the fan base. Is more excited this year than last year. The fan base is excited. Peyton Manning's, Manning's well, but he doesn't nephew. come to even. Yeah, he didn't come till next year. You know, oh, but, but still, that's still you know, a big they, hype. So, but it, they go in this year. They came off of a five and seven season. Um, you know, they. I mean, they lost. Which, if you didn't know that, Alfredo is a bad season. Yeah. I mean, they went. <laughs> they they lost, didn't do too good. They lost six games in a row. I mean, they hadn't done that since the fifties. Yeah, um, it was pretty bad. So they came off this terrible season, but yet. But they looked so but, good in the first part of the season. Uh, the the halves last year it was so frustrating. They should have won most of those games. That's what was frustrating about yeah, last year. Yeah, but the fan base, and when I say the fan base, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the real fan base, the ones that go to the games, buy the tickets, those sort of things. Yourself, they are they're more excited this year than last year. Um, uh, it's well, the, and where I this comes from is because uh, the Texas OU game. Right, mm-hmm. I always rank the the sentiment of the Longhorn uh, found, of nation off of the purchasing tickets of the Texas OU, where I get my tickets, right? So last year, I was in Section 7. That's like the 40-yard line, right? That's Those are good seats. Yeah. This year, I'm in Section 9. That's the 20-yard line. There ain't nothing different in how I purchase my tickets. There's just how many people ahead of me purchase tickets. That is two full sections more of people have purchased tickets this year than last year. Wow. So there's a lot, there's a lot of hidden enthusiasm about this season. There really is in the in the true fan base. So are y'all gonna win the national championship every year? I love this every year. Twelve every, and 0. every year. Well, we're gonna go eleven and zero every, every year. We're, we're gonna every go eleven year. and zero or eleven and one. We're He's gonna like, lose to Alabama, he, and then we're gonna and then we're gonna beat them in the playoffs. He's so proud. of He thinks that they actually could win the Super Bowl. <laughs> right? I mean, we know the Cowboys can. Yeah. <laughs> and, and guys, I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Right. You know? Oh yeah. That, you know, that's He's like picking on my brother right there. So um, the Longhorns are still doing good in, in draft uh, uh, picks yeah. and, and not draft picks, but uh, recruiting uh, in the recruiting uh, world. Aggies are kind of picking up a little bit. Mm-hmm. They got a. We knew they were. Uh, they were yeah. going to. It's, yeah. Again, it's 23. So we're gonna. Uh, he thinks that the season's not gonna really make a difference on it. I think he's probably right with the. The Arch Manning, um, I like to think just by the name alone, he's attracting a lot. And if they do well this year, 
Um, I think the recruiting is going to stay where it's at. They're not going to have people leave, and they're going to pick up more. I think Longhorns are running strong. I really yeah. do. Well, you said you know the difference of A and M and Texas. I don't think A and M's and Texas seasons are going to affect their recruiting classes. I you know. I think A&M, you don't think their twenty three twenty four recruiting classes are going to be affected by their winning of this year. I don't think that how A and M does affects UT's class. Does that make sense? I don't think that. Class. So, you know, yeah. but, they're, but think, they are comp- think, they are competing after the same people. But I don't think how A and M's class how A and M does affects. I think if Texas comes out and runs nine three ten and two, fair enough. There's nothing that the Aggies can or can't do. Well, fair that enough. will affect that. Does, it make, no, it's all, does that make sense? No, it makes yeah. sense. But the, so my point would be yeah. is if if the Aggies went nine and three or nine and two, and the Longhorns went you know uh, didn't have such a good year or vice versa. The Longhorns are going to get some of those those ones that are teething from the Aggies, and 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 vice versa. The Aggies are going to get some from the the Longhorns. I, well, I, know, I feel that that might be true. Yeah, I mean, I I think that the if they it, have an even year, then it stays as the same. But if Longhorns yeah. don't come out and play, or the Aggies don't come out and play, I think they're yeah. going to lose some recruits to either one. And, and you know, it's like uh, you know the the the, the Aggies won their first head to head against the Longhorns, and it was against the linebacker, and it was against I mean a stud, the Tony linebackers, Hill. he's Tony yeah, Hill, he's and, bad and, and there's never and so it's always funny whenever yeah. we pull one from A and M. They're always like, "Oh, we didn't want him anyways." You know, he's he <laughs> Longhorns do the same thing. He by the way, SEC good, and we're like, and but no, this is it's like this, he's he's watching this he's on a Longhorn network. Of course, this, they're going to say that on the this, Aggie side. They're saying the same thing. So just this FYI. guy, this guy Tony Hill is. I mean, he's he. He's everybody wanted him. He was down to Texas and Texas A and M, and it's you know everybody's like this and that, and they're all sitting like, guys, it, it, you know, you can say what you want, but it's when it comes down to the difference between this, Jimbo Fisher has one thing to say to a linebacker. Look at the defensive line on my on my team, and look at the defensive line on the Longhorns. Mm. Who do you want to play behind? And I mean, you know, that's right. why right now the Longhorns are having a hard time sure. collecting linebackers, any right. good linebackers. So we need someone that loves the school because we need a stud that loves the school because our line is better because he's gonna get beat up. Yeah, he's you know he doesn't have as much he doesn't have as much. Our defensive line last year was average to below average. Right um, now, everybody there is a year older, um, but but we brought in some good horses, but they're not going to be good. Well, they're not going to play next year. So you have the pancake factory on the offensive side. I want you to do the waffle factory on the defense side. Well, cause, yeah. and, and start paying your defensive uh, uh, linemen. I'm sure there's something in works on that. I think it should be a waffle factory. Yeah. Keep it in line yeah, with yeah. breakfast foods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. high starch breakfast foods. Yeah, boy. Him, him and my wife, they do not like this name, image, and likeness thing. I actually like it. I'm just playing with you. I, honestly, I, I actually, you know what? I have. It is wild, wild west right there. It's. It, it, oh, there needs to be some rules, but there's yeah. rules. The rules eventually come on everything. What do you have think about the seen, NIL? Have y'all seen uh, <clears throat> Peyton Manning's nephew play at all? I mean, is he like? Does he have those skills at Eli and Peyton? I mean, oh, he's I've he never... has he. You can see the ball. You can see the ball come out of his arm. Right. You can see his his presence his thought process you can tell that he has has been coached to be a quarterback since he was a young child but the thing um, is is he's not eli or Peyton's what's son. his size just saying well according to his dad arch is the you know you know his brother his, his dad it was the better athlete he just got hurt oh was he yeah. yeah his dad always said he was the greatest athlete of them all he just blew his knee out and i didn't know that yeah. oh he yeah. blew it in high school Ooh. yeah yeah. So we could have had three professional quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, he was a wide receiver. Yeah. That, that, yeah. He was a wide receiver. Those genes are strong yeah. in that family, man. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, but he's big, tall. Got a, I got a good How cannon. tall is he? He's 6'3 right now. Oh, so that means he's 6'1. They always put two inches on yeah. for some reason. <laughs> they do. They report him, and then they're always 10 he's, pounds lighter. He's probably going to be 6'5 by the time he gets into school. He's a big kid. 
He's a big kid. Six, oh, like wow. they still yeah, growing. Yeah, I mean, he was seventeen. He was measured at six three at a camp at seven at six three okay. at seventeen. So oh, he's wow. still got a couple more years. So, and you got to think, uh, look at his family. They're all six. I mean, Eli's the the smallest, and he's like six four. Is he really? Yeah, he's a big kid. I never so, imagined wow. him being six four. Yeah. I never thought that. Yeah, um, he doesn't look to me like a tall person. No, he doesn't. He looks like he looks like just he looks. And like until you get next to him, you're like, oh wait yeah, a minute, he's six yeah, four. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got a nice arm too. Uh, so we're talking about uh, we're yeah. going back to, yeah. to Arch. So Arch got you know, but the thing is, is so the knock on him is that the competition he's playing because he goes to a, a private Catholic school, mm. and so he plays more of like against a three A or something like that. And like, and like, who does he really play? Yeah, what, are these stats really comparable? Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. And so, but when you watch, you know, he's hitting wide. Well, his people are wide open. I'm like, but yeah, but he's hitting them in stride. I mean, you know, it's yeah, <laughs> if they right. been, there had been people draped around him, they he still would have caught that ball. You know, it's one of those things. And, I, and I know you get mad at me about the Chris Sims comparison, but Chris Sims was a fantastic athlete, had an arm like I've never seen. Whatever happened to him? Um, we went, we went twenty seven. Broadcast. We went twenty seven and five. But he had the, he had the Romo <laughs> curse, like he just never got it done though. That, again, uh, Romo has Romo has some of the best statistics. So does I, Dak, but they've never won the, the Super Bowl. So, so there's something to say about that. That any. Any of my, I like Chris Sims. My Texas A and friends would take a twenty six and six quarterback I right like now. Chris Sims, I yeah. do. I'm not talking bad, but he had he had several opportunities to to, to maybe take yeah. him all the way and and yeah. and then kind of like a Romo in, threw interceptions when when we needed yeah. him the most. I'm just saying, I'll tell not you. a bad way. I'm just saying he did. I'll take twenty six and six over three years. I'd rather go. take a national I'll championship. Take, that's, that's ten and two, ten and two, ten and two. Hey, hey, I'm just saying. Hey, we did have a quarterback that took us to a national championship, and, yes. and that by yes. far is my favorite quarterback. What do y'all yes. think about I like Romo's Sims, broadcasting but, skills? Oh, I used not. I, you know. But remember, <laughs> remember, um, it was Chris Sims that brought Vince Young here. Yeah, that's right. You know, so oh. yeah, so if oh, Arch, yeah, that's right. If Arch brings the next one here, I'm good with that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's I'm, like, I hope me, he does well. I'll take 26 and 6 all day long. I'm watching. <laughs> I want him to do well. I'm a fan. Yeah. Hey, I hope y'all have enjoyed that. We, we really enjoyed bringing it to you. If you have any questions, please reach out to Troy at the. Home Team 512 on the Facebook, which is for Wyatt. I'm just kidding with y'all. Hey, we appreciate everything. And you've been listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt. Thank you for your time. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment was brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes. And we'll see you next week. Welcome on.